in relationship to this practice. There's a wonderful English word that has various forms and meanings. It's the word to care, care. To care about something can mean to view it as important or valuable. To care about something can also imply to have some compassion, to be concerned with its welfare someone's welfare. And so it's good to take care of your practice. Take care of yourself. As if both are important and valuable. Seeing if you can be motivated in your practice by caring for yourself. Some compassion or concern for your own well-being. And if you struggle and the challenges Maybe you can't make them go away, but it makes a difference to care. In a simple, relaxed way. And to care about your mind, to care about the weariness of incessant thinking. And perhaps in a caring way to take some time to feel or sense the thinking muscle, this pressure or tightness energy, agitation, that sometimes accompanies thinking. And if you have a adversarial relationship to thinking, you might miss the chance to care for your mind If you have an excessive interest in your thinking, you might miss the chance to care for your mind.
but to feel and sense the impact that thinking has on you, both in terms of what it feels physically, but also the emotional impact of the thoughts that you have. perhaps letting go of your thoughts, not as seeing them as adversaries or problems, but to loosen up on them, lighten up, let go, as a way of caring for what's underneath them. Relax your thinking muscle, soften, soften the coagulation or constriction that may be there together with thinking. Sometimes it's possible to feel a location or sense a location where thinking or visualizing might be happening. And to feel the maybe a sense of solidity there, pressure. To soften, relax. Let go of thoughts, <clears throat> and in letting go of your thinking, letting go into the body being aware. Letting go into <clears throat> an open body awareness. within which comes the experience of the body breathing. Taking some time to become familiar with what it's like for the body to be breathing now. Perhaps tuning into a familiarity 
with the body's experience of breathing. comings and goings of breathing is a kind of constant, rhythmic cosp constant. <clears throat> that can offer some stability in the midst of everything else that's happening. We don't get sidetracked or caught up in thoughts and feelings, but we can breathe with them or with through them. S staying with the breath, with breathing as an alternative to being caught up in other things. A way of being free, to in a small way. And as you breathe, as your body is aware of breathing, becoming aware of <clears throat> a broader experience of being in your body, maybe with a sense of peripheral vision peripheral sensing. Feel how the experience of breathing includes much of your body. body awareness that's broad, wide. As you exhale, letting go of your thoughts. As you exhale, letting go of into the body that senses. from time to time, as you exhale, to relax your body, perhaps softening around the face, 
softening around the mouth. Softening around the shoulders. Softening the rib cage. Softening the belly. And if there's any ways in which your body is braced against life, as you exhale and inhale, Soften, relax. Lighten up the body. somewhere in your body. There are some pleasant sensations that are connected to being relaxed or letting go or being settled or quiet. Or perhaps connected to the simple experience of breathing in some way. Gently familiarize yourself with ever, whatever is pleasant in your body, with your breathing.
letting go of your thoughts and letting go into the pleasant sensations of your body. Relaxing the body around the pleasantness so the pleasant sensations are not concentrated or but in some way they have no edges and kind of spread out a little bit. body, breathing in and breathing out, breathing in with whatever is pleasant or peaceful in the body. Breathing out with whatever is pleasant or peaceful in the body. Being aware of breathing, being aware of the body. with a kind of awareness that's quiet, where the thinking mind becomes still, not frozen or hard still, but, <clears throat> but soft and still, so you can better listen, better feel. Staying with the rhythm 
in continuity of breathing in and breathing out. And as you do so, also opening or relaxing awareness itself. that the experience of breathing is received within a relaxed and gentle awareness. It's useful relaxing the thinking muscle, softening the thinking mind, and opening yourself to sensing with your body your breathing, your body breathing.
Sometimes the experience of exhaling can be felt as a kind of relaxing or letting go. Sometimes near the end of the exhale, a releasing. Sometimes the in inhale can be accompanied by also some letting go, relaxing, so that the inhale is more complete. There's less resistance to breathing in, especially at the end of the inhale. Subtle, subtle kind of relaxing. So the inhale continues a moment longer. A subtle letting go at the end of the exhale. So the exhale continues a moment longer by itself. Whenever the mind wanders off in thought, and you notice it, experiment with beginning again with your breathing. Beginning it again in a way that is pleasant, or beginning again in a way that's peaceful. So that feels good or feels right to begin again breathing in and breathing out.
relaxing any effort to be perfect, relaxing the excessive effort to do it right. In being with your breathing, letting go of your thoughts, good enough is good enough. It's a process of settling, returning, opening, receiving, sensing, the process of beginning again.
as we come to the end of this sitting, and you hear the bell, see if the mindfulness of your body, awareness of your body, can take time to hear the bell ring, almost as if you're listening with your whole body. Don't need to be in a hurry to come out of meditation. But as you come out of your meditation, don't lose track of your mindfulness of body, maybe even mindfulness of breathing. Stay close and notice what shifts and changes with the ending of the sitting. After I rang the bell the third time, I leaned forward and stretched out my hand to put the striker down on the stage. And as I was putting, leaning forward with my arm to put it down, I could feel already an impulse in my right arm, forearm, to move my hands up in the bowing position to end the little sitting with a bow. Part of me was no longer in putting, with putting down the striker. Part of me was already ahead to the next thing. My right forearm was already, was kind of going in two directions, kind of putting it down and kind of a still feeling in my arm, like, okay, time to pull it up. And, And that was just about something as simple as putting down the striker, kind of doing two things at once.
being concerned with two things at once. And it's possible to notice these movements away from being with what's happening as it's happening. Notice when you're walking out of the hall and you're no longer in the walking. You're already down, you know, feeling the impulse to for the for the tea or something. Or you're not drinking the tea because you're already thinking about what's next or something else. One of the ways is on these retreats, especially a longer retreats, something that's very supportive, is to, as it feels right, it has to feel right, but as it feels right, to uh, be a little bit slower than usually would do. Slower walking around, slower eating, slower moving your body in different ways. Not for the sake of being slow, but for the sake of the almost delicacy of being familiar and intimate with this, what's going on for you, really close in. Because I could f be there with putting down the striker and I could notice the impulse to do something else already, to go on to the next thing. I was able to let go of doing the next thing, of, you know, just be there fully for putting down the striker. And that felt more connected, more intimate than my mind already going up into the bowing I was going to do after putting it down. There was kind of, I stayed to get, you know, it was a little bit more embodied, a little more connected to what's happening because I could see myself leaving what's happening. If ringing the bell was just for the purpose of ringing the bell to get on quickly to what's important, what's next, I could have rung it faster. I could have been so concerned about what's next that I wasn't really there for the experience of putting down the striker or ringing the bell. So I say all this as a way, if, if it feels right, it might be nice for you to kind of be a little bit slower, more, I like to call it stay in this, in the practice bubble. Stay in the bubble of just being here and connected because here in your body, that's where all your senses operate. And rather than leaving the places where the senses are taking in the world, leave it by, by being out there beyond the senses to what you're seeing and thinking and stay close in. Feel the living experience, the lived experience of what happens here and now.
and in doing this anapanasati, this mindfulness of breathing in and out, in this particular practice, the idea is to have that the breathing is kind of a constant, a support, a refuge, a balancing place, a reference point, so we don't get easily swept up in thoughts and other things. Other things can happen, but then we breathe through it, we breathe with it, we stay connected to the breathing, even though peripherally, in other ways, we're still aware of other things. It's a little bit more difficult to get caught in other things or reactive to other things. If we stay with the stay with the regularity, the the thread, the the, the rhythm of breathing in and breathing out. Allow your breathing to accompany you. So the only little announcement is that some of you have been asking about the sign that says the eight precepts. At the beginning of the Dharma talk, I'll take a little time to explain that, to know that it's coming. And then, you know, enjoy your day. Enjoy caring for yourself and your practice. Thank you. <laughs>